got the chief commercial officer at Foot Locker. We have the CEO of Michael's um, and then a couple of exciting uh, keynote speakers who are really taking to the shop talk stages some of their first entries to the market. So Tony Spring, who just joined as the CEO of Macy's. Retail Unwrapped is a weekly podcast hosted by Robin Lewis and Shelley Cohan from The Robin Report. Each episode dives into the latest trends and developments in the retail industry. Join them as they discuss interesting topics and interview industry leaders, keeping you in the loop with everything retail. Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and CEO of The Robin Report, and along with my podcast partner, Shelley Cohan, we uh, welcome uh, Christina Gustafson, uh, the SVP of content for Shop Talk, which most of you must know is the hottest ticket in town. Um, and the agenda looks as great as it ever has with topics like AI, of course. My God, that is the the uh, acronym of the year. Uh, unify, unified commerce, brand power, building brand loyalty uh, through the hybrid customer journey. So, Christina, most of my colleagues are are going to the show, and um, it I know it is not to be missed. So, let's jump right in and and talk about it a little bit. And a warm welcome to you too, Christina. Yeah, thank you so much for having me today, uh, Robin and Shelley. Really looking forward to it. Well, you know, there is so much um, to talk about to start with. Um, AI and the implications of AI on the retail industry for not just retailers, but brands and across every function. So, Christina, how will Shop Talk address how AI can transform the business? Um, will there be, you know, specific examples from brands who will be there? Yeah, it's a... It's a great question, and it's kind of a loaded question, Robin. To your point, uh, it feels like AI truly is the talk of not yeah. just our own industry, but uh, but the business world at large. I think my mom was trying to explain ChatGPT <laughs> to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was a, a, a fun experience. But um, but no, to your point, I think I think from our perspective, the fact that it is um, so topical puts a lot of pressure on us to make sure that we're truly delivering value to our audience in the ways that we are covering this topic. So I'll kind of break it down into to a couple of different ways that we're thinking. About about this internally. Um, the first is just kind of the time scale, right, of adoption of AI and exploring, you know, what are some of the real uh, real life examples that are happening today, as you mentioned, Robin, um, getting specific case studies from retailers and brands who are already experimenting with AI capabilities, whether it's generative AI, whether it's AI um, in the supply chain for demand forecasting, AI and personalization, um, what have you, but really kind of getting in the weeds about what's actually happening out there in the market today beyond just kind of kind of that buzz. Um, the flip side of that then, of course, is making sure that we are looking ahead to what is possible. I think at Shop Talk, what we always want to be doing is encouraging exploration and discovery. So, so while we, we certainly want to be realistic about what AI is actually able to accomplish today, we also don't want to stifle people's creativity and imagination about where this, this could potentially um, be headed down the road. So that, that's kind of one way that we're thinking about it. And then you kind of hit on it in your question as well. The other way that we're really thinking about this and, and part of why we're excited about AI 
is when you compare it to some of the previous uh, tech innovations that we've uh, had buzzed about in the industry, and I'm thinking specifically yeah. here of things like you know metaverse NFTs, they felt very sort of limited in their scope of what they could disrupt. Um, what I'm particularly excited about in AI is it really does seem to have applications across the organization. You know, mm. whether it is marketing, whether it is supply chain, whether it is physical stores, and so we want to make sure that we're hitting on all the various uh, types of, of innovation that AI could could bring to an organization. So um, I'll, I'll double click into that um, a little bit more specifically and share maybe one session that I'm particularly excited about on this front, because I, I do think it's a little bit off the beaten path of what people might be expecting when they go to a conference to hear about AI. Mm. And it's specific to physical stores. Uh, so we're actually going to have a couple of leaders talking about how they are leveraging AI capabilities in a physical store experience. Um, so a couple of examples there. We have um, an SVP of data analytics and computational intelligence. What a title. Um, over. <laughs> What a title. Um, And he's going to be talking about uh, their capabilities uh, for in-store help uh, via a chatbot. Also talking a little bit about how they're investing in some digital twin technologies in a few stores, really just kind of more of a test and learn uh, situation there, Um, but create a much richer set of data uh, about, you know, where inventory is located um, that will power that chatbot as well as some backend inventory management. So super excited about that. We'll also have the chief digital officer at Domino's. He's going to be Mm. talking about a global partnership that they have with Microsoft about how generative AI specifically can help influence uh, operations in the store. And then uh, the chief digital information officer over at PacSun is going to be talking about how they're implementing RFID to increase inventory accuracy. So um, again, it's just kind of trying to put a little bit of spin, get people thinking about how AI can impact each and every person's role within the organization. Well, I personally, of course, love the real world examples and case studies. I think that really kind of brings the topic to life. Um, But I think the other question that really weighs on the mind of the brand or the retailer is the how to implement and coordinate the efforts of an AI strategy. Yeah, it's a it's a really good question. And we've been having a lot of conversations, I would say, with the folks in our community, figuring out just kind of how they're approaching this very topic so that we feel like we can actually give people tangible advice, not only when they're sitting in sessions, but but hearing from us, right? We do a original content presentation at each and every show called The Retail Zeitgeist. And of course, we're going to be digging into AI there. So we've been picking the brains of people on our advisory board uh, from companies like Paxson that I just uh, mentioned about, you know, right. how are you actually testing and implementing these sorts of things. And and one piece of advice uh, that we actually heard from the CEO over at PacSun that I thought was really enlightening was their CDIO is effectively owning the enterprise strategy for AI across the organization. But then she's hosting quarterly uh, summits, if you will, where each functional leader talks about a specific case study that they implemented within their organization. So it's kind of sitting at that enterprise level, making sure there is a leader who has ultimate uh, buy-in and responsibility for the AI strategy, but also sort of empowering the those leaders to really, you know, take their own uh, take their own opportunities and figure out how they can implement AI in their business to make themselves better. And I think the other thing that I would say that's also great about that strategy is also kind of encourages you, right? When you see some of your colleagues doing really exciting things uh, in marketing and, and you're sort of that supply chain, you're like, ooh, maybe I should be testing this and, uh, yeah. and making my business run more smoothly too. Well, you know, Christine, it sounds like once again, there's going to be some really great practical advice. Um, as you just outlined, uh, you know, examples in ways that uh, conference attendees can walk away, uh, you know, with a very clear vision and all on the implementation of an AI strategy, which uh, I think is, I think is going to really make that conference uh, as important as it has always been. 
Yeah, I mean, the architect of creating kind of these tactical plans to support the overriding AI strategies, the one piece that's really missing for a lot of retailers who are really, you know, they're trying to, they're racing to catch this AI express, you know, before it leaves the station. And this whole idea of this radical AI adoption without a roadmap. So I'm really looking forward to those sessions. Yeah, no, it's it's a great point. And I think you're hitting the nail on the head with sort of how we're thinking about this, right? It's sort of you have to be fast in, in your strategy and, and coming together as an organization to figure out how to tackle this. But then you sort of have to be a little bit more uh, slow and measured with how you're actually bringing these things to market. So the way that we think about it, and probably a lot of what you'll see on our agenda, is a lot of those real life examples that are happening currently are more sort of on the internal side of the equation. There are fewer examples of, of these tools being uh, out to market uh, to, to customers being unchecked, but you know, eventually uh, a, a, as the uh, implementation kind of scales and, and companies become more comfortable with AI, as well as consumers, right? Because they have to be comfortable with this as well. Uh, we'll start to see some more of those um, consumer, consumer-facing applications. Yeah. You know, last year, uh, as, as I recall, the buzz around the conference uh, last year was the idea of uh, unified commerce and, you know, creating uh, these symbiotic experiences. Um, is this still a hot conversation, uh, Christina? And will you be covering this at the conference? In yes, March? we we will. And I have to say, uh, we're really excited because we actually introduced this uh, concept of unified commerce at last year's show, and it's really taken off in the industry since then. So we've been giving ourselves a little pat on the back over that. But uh, I think yeah. to your point, Robin, you know, we, we never kind of want to sit still. And, and for us, it's about how do we continue moving that conversation forward for retailers and brands. So we are going to be building on the theme of unified commerce this year with a brand new framework that we're introducing that really sort of defines in our mind what unified means. Um, Effectively, it means that it's going beyond sort of um, the channel approach to things that that the word omni-channel implies. Uh, So the four things that we're thinking about uh, as a unified uh, commerce strategy are unified tech stacks, unified data platforms, unified corporate structures, and then unified customer propositions, kind of hitting on that that last channel piece. So um, we've got a couple speakers joining us who are going to be speaking about this theme specifically. We've got the chief commercial officer at Foot Locker. We have the Mm. CEO of Michaels, um, and then a couple of exciting uh, keynote speakers who are really taking to the shop talk stages some of their first entries to the market. So Tony Spring, who just joined as the CEO of Macy's uh, Inc. a couple of weeks ago at this point. Uh, and then Tom's King, Tom Kingsbury, um, the new CEO of Kohl's, who's been in seat for, I believe, about a year. Um, so, so those are a couple I would say that I'm particularly excited to hear from on this topic. But again, to your point, Robin, it's such a hot topic. I think this will be a real undercurrent uh, throughout the whole show. Yeah. Well, you know, Christina, one of the unique attributes about Shop Talk, which some of our listeners may not know, is the process of actually how you're getting your speakers. So it's the speakers and the content that really transform the event from a typical quote unquote conference to this highly curated event addressing the key topics in the industry. Can you talk a little bit about how you go and get speakers? How do you get the speaker lineup? It's definitely not pay to play. So speaker spots are highly coveted and curated based on the actual content that you want to deliver. Yeah, it's a really great question. And, and I appreciate you asking, Shelly. So we as a Shop Talk content team really come, I would say, from different types of backgrounds than a lot of event organizers. My background is uh, from CNBC. I used to be a retail reporter there. Um, our VP of content used to be an analyst at what uh, is, is currently Forrester Research. So we really do, I would say, come at 
the approach for our agenda from a really editorial perspective. So to your point, we are talking to people in our community. We are reading survey feedback. We're chatting with our advisory board. We're reading articles. We're reading white papers to really distill what we think are going to be the biggest trends in the industry now and let's say five to 10 years down the road. Uh, once we pull together that cohesive agenda, we sort of then start going out to market and figuring out which speakers are going to plug into the specific themes and the specific stories that we want to tell. So that's, I would say, kind of overall our approach. Um, you know, we do have a couple of guardrails in place and guiding principles, if you will. So uh, we're predominantly retailers and brands speaking on our agenda. It's a mix of verticals and maturities. So thinking of everything from, you know, the department store set, like we were just talking about over to, let's say, a toy brand like a Mattel. We also want to make sure that we are highlighting companies at different maturities. So, of course, you have, you know, a couple of folks um, from Walmart, Target, the, those types of businesses speaking on the agenda. But you also have folks um, from companies like Base, which is, you know, more of that um VC-backed uh, consumer startup. So, so thinking, I would say, about just kind of the diversity of perspectives uh, that our industry can bring to the table and can learn from. Um, we do also ensure that we always have a very senior speaker faculty. So we start at the VP level for speakers from a large organization like a Walmart. We're more the founder CEO for those uh, VC-backed startups I was just chatting through. But, but really, the reason for that is we want the people on our stages who are really sort of setting the trajectory for where the industry is headed. You know, how can you be a forward-looking conference if you don't have the people uh, who, who are making those decisions within their organization. So um, that's kind of the approach. And then I would say from there, you know, really just kind of looking to the individual speakers, the stories that people have to tell, ideally stories that our audience uh, hasn't heard before too. Yeah, that's I great. think it's, yeah, it's terrific. <clears throat> um, and I must say, Christina, that, that harnessing brand power is a great addition this year. Um, you know, we've seen how wholesale brands are, really going after a direct-to-consumer, but still understanding the importance, you know, of the wholesale partnership. I mean, they can't they can't get rid of it. Um, and, you know, so they have to figure out how to optimize that relationship. You know, it's really a balance. And uh, the key, I guess, is to optimize both strategies, you know, but it, but in different ways. Yeah, it's it's a great shout. And it it truly feels to me like one of those conversations we're having at each and every shop talk, but the takeaways are different every single year, just kind of depending yeah. on, on where we are in the market. So I think to that point, Robin, I'm particularly excited to hear from people like, as I just mentioned, the CEO of Kohl's and Macy's to hear kind of like that large retailer perspective yeah. on things. But then on the brand side, we have the COO of P&G, the CEO of Canada Goose, um, obviously very different verticals, very different uh needs for uh, their wholesale partners to, to pay, play a key part in their strategy. So I'm really excited to dive into some of those nuances. And then I think just as it's not one size fits all, depending on the product category, you know, going back to that company size, we were just talking about, you know, a lot of these D2C startups really sort of entered the market with that D2C first mentality. Wholesale partnerships are something that's relatively new for them. But we also have a couple of folks on the agenda, um, like the uh, the leaders over at On Running, which is a really hot footwear brand that yes. was, was always a big part of their strategy. So again, um, just going to be really interesting uh, to hear kind of where people think that right balance is uh, for their business today and going forward. Yeah, I think that just to go back to the topic of harnessing brand power. I, I love that whole set. All those sessions are going to be amazing. And you had kind of uh, alluded to this earlier, but when I look at those that are speaking there, I mean, you go from Mattel to Taco Bell to Crocs <laughs> to Bath and Body Works. I mean, you're really hitting you yeah. know, a huge diversity of companies and speakers. So I think that's fantastic. 
And of course, it, you would be remiss if you didn't cover, you know, the customer driving loyalty through seamless shopping journeys, especially when you're talking about unified commerce, which, by the way, I love that name when it came out. <laughs> I was like, that's it. Unified commerce. It makes so much sense. So yeah. uh, kudos to you on that one. But, you know, these hybrid shopping models have really gone beyond just creating awareness. And now these are including conversion opportunities throughout mm -hmm. every single part of that shopper journey. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, no, it's a really great point. And actually, the overall theme of the event this year is retail's odyssey. So we really are trying to uh, zero in on, on how the customer journey is being disrupted. And boy, is this a meaty topic, right? I feel like you're trying to boil the ocean when you're talking about yeah. all the different ways that the, <laughs> that the customer journey is is being disrupted. So we're, we're sort of thinking about it in two different buckets. Um, the first is uh, demand creation. So thinking about sort of physical product, whether it's things like, um, you know, product drops, like we're seeing from, you know, companies like Crocs and really sort of driving excitement in that capacity, or companies like a team or a Shein when it's more sort of that factory direct model and, and really sort of suggesting that scarcity of product that's getting people people excited. Um, so, so that's kind of one side of thing. And then the other side um, uh, of, of, sorry, that demand creation piece is also the digital marketing, of course. So kind of how consumers right. are, are discovering um, these products, what platforms they're shopping on, et cetera. But to your point, Shelly, I think conversion is also a really important piece of this story. Um, so I think some of the topics that we're really excited to dig into is sort of the latest in live stream and shoppable video, you know, where, where are we on, on that front today? Thinking about things like Meta's new um, feature that lets users link their Facebook and Instagram accounts to Amazon for easier purchasing. Uh, we just saw very recently Walmart deciding that it's going to be acquiring Vizio to, to really sort of tie their mm. retail media capabilities more directly to right. the end consumer in an easy way. So lots of exciting things happening on this front. Everything is shoppable is I guess the, the, the takeaway. <laughs> wow. Christina, what I mean, you really gave us the whole thing this morning. I mean, uh, really down to in great detail. So I want to thank you so much for being here today. And as you know, we've been supporters of Shot Talk from the very beginning. And um, I must say that we're more excited than ever uh, to participate in this event. And in your journey. So we're we're looking forward to the event and many of our listeners are, are too. No, thank you so much for saying that. We're really excited to have you guys joining us. And Shelly, I know we'd, we'd be remiss not to mention you'll also be uh, speaking on our stage. So we're incredibly excited to have you joining us. And I would also just say for, for all of your listeners, um, as sort of the call to action, we would definitely encourage you guys to get your tickets uh, before the end of the day today, Friday, uh, February 23rd, so that you're ready for Meetup Selections Week, which is effectively when you can select uh, which participants you want to meet with as part of our massive meetings program that's going to be facilitating 75 5,000 double opt-in meetings over the course of uh, of three days. Oh my gosh, I just love your energy, Christine. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so just a reminder, Shop Talk is March 17th through the 20th at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. Like Christina said, get those tickets ASAP like today. Uh, <laughs> great to have you on, Christina. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. And I want to thank you again, Christina, and everybody in our audience. Um, and as I do every week, I, if, if anybody uh, listening in has an idea or a topic that uh, you would like Shelly and I to cover, please send me an email, robin at therobinreport.com. And thank you all very much again. Thank you for listening to Retail Unwrapped. We'll be back in one week with another podcast. 
Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast service. If you have questions, ideas for a podcast, or anything else, please contact us via therobinreport.com.